Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. This story jumped off the page at me, and it is. Here is the headline. Ex-USFL president launching spring league for high school players. Hmm. Have you heard about that? Okay. Uh, Just now. (laughs) All right. Uh, The league officials intend to have a season running from April the 19th through May the 24th with teams located in Atlanta, Cleveland, Dallas, Houston, New Jersey, New Orleans, Los Angeles, Miami, Phoenix, San Diego, San Francisco, and Tampa, Florida. One year, Randy. I give it one year. Said the league would supplement the recruiting camps and seven-on-seven programs that provides recruiting showcases for prospects during the months when they aren't playing high school football. Hmm. Now, to me, that's overkill. Yeah, it is. Beyond. Right. That is overkill. He's right. This isn't going to last. Mm-mm. I'm surprised they think it is going to last. Yeah. I don't get it. Why does everything have to be year-round? Why, can these guys not get a break sometime? Well, I mean, I don't know. I remember when I was in high school, um, you know, we had coaches who were, you know, like track, our track coaches and stuff, you know, kind of complained that, you know, about AAU basketball because yeah. it was, you know, they couldn't get anybody to come out for track. And, yeah. um, you know, baseball, obviously. I Baseball is so much um, – that my friends, um, I don't have a son, but my friends who do, uh, I don't see them in the summer because of travel baseball. I mean, they're they're booked up. I mean, it's 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 a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Sports now, like I mean, when I was a kid, you know, we we just played whatever was in season. You know, yeah. um, right. that's right. That's just kind of how it was, but it's it's a lot different now. Randy knows all about travel baseball. He's been through that, and and yeah, and you know, and I think there's and Randy, I know you're probably an advocate for travel baseball, but I think giving him a break is okay. You hear all these guys, oh, if you're going to ever make it to the major leagues, you have to do that. I, I don't know if that's true. But the yeah. but the majority, even though it may have started once the high school baseball season ended, we were normally done by early July. Okay. That well, left okay. you almost the entire month of July, all the month of August, month of August to, yeah. to uh, step back. And, and uh, I know some fall leagues now are starting as early as late August or September. Mm-hmm. But uh, you still got several months there that you can step away. Well, and, Randy, uh, may, I, may I just bring up the point that they don't have uh, travel baseball in the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico and places where a lot of Major League Baseball players are coming from? Well, maybe that's why the Americans are trying to make up the gap then. 
<laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I, yeah, I, I, I'm all for practicing and, and doing stuff, but yeah. at some point, you're you're really talented or you're not. Well, the ones that Good ones point. that need the time away, Trey, if you're talking baseball, are the pitchers. Those are yeah. the ones that need to shut down and give that arm a break. I'm I'm totally in favor of that. But uh, you think that, Randy? You know more about it, but it seems like we're seeing more and more, you know, shoulder elbow injuries. Is that is that because of maybe overkill when some of these guys are younger? There are so many factors, Trey. It's not just one thing. Uh, we were talking with Gage Wood a few moments ago. I think one of the greatest um, contributors is either at an age where the arm is not developed trying to throw pitches that they shouldn't be trying to throw. We were allowed to throw two pitches. Fastball, changeup. And now these kids, I mean, and it's ridiculous at the age that some of these kids are throwing breaking balls, whether they're trying to throw a slider, curve, whatever it may be. But mechanics, that's what I was getting towards, mechanics. Your mechanics, you it's got to be repeatable, and you need to stay in that same slot. You need. I could, I could talk maybe mm -hmm. way too long and bore too many people over this, but uh, <laughs> a lot of it is, I think, being in proper condition, taking care of your body, and then using proper mechanics. And certainly not overusing your arm. I am a total 2,000% advocate for pitch count. Total. Not innings pitched, pitch count. Mm -hmm. Let's talk to uh, Savage, who, is a, who had a blazing fastball, I was told. Absolutely. I got a change-up curve. I got all of it, Rick. I could have played for the Orioles if they had a softball team. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, Randy, you said it. I mean, it's, it's all about what you're asking young kids to do development-wise. You're asking too much. Uh, a lot of these kids, change-ups, you know, back in our day, it was, you know, throw a fastball, and then, you know, it's that's that's where it changes. You're asking a kid to do too much with a, a non-developed arm, and you ask for trouble. In travel ball, you better have deep pockets, Randy. You know about that. Yeah, absolutely. If you're travel, mm -hmm. you know, you better have some money to throw at it. I got three kids, and it's, uh, it's both my wallet a couple times. Uh, you but, know, you know, Trey, I, I got to say this real quick, though. Uh, I admire these analysts today who can set up easily 150 feet or more because a lot of these terms I've never heard of. We didn't have what was a cutter. We didn't have a uh, uh, – yeah. uh, now they got a new – we've called it that for long, a slurve. Uh, but all these – two-seam, four-seam. Yeah. I can barely see the ball, much less tell you if it's a two-seam or a four-seam fastball. And they're up there, you know, oh, that was a two-seam fastball. That was the right pitch, the right situation. All right, never mind. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> Trey, look at mm -hmm. the offense. And they're talking about K.J. being underneath, the, underneath center. And we know what our offensive line is. It's been lacking as far as protection. So it's, I don't think it's a good idea to put K.J. – you know, under center, but he says he likes it. Are we going to see more of this? And what do you think his rushing numbers might be this year if we possibly go to this under center, you know, type of offense? I don't think it bodes well for us, but what's your thoughts on that? 
I don't I don't think we're going to see it that much. I don't remember even seeing it that much in the spring, um, although they did do it. Uh, I mean, I really think that you're going to see maybe a handful of plays where, where they do that. Um, so I, I don't think it's going to be that big of an impact. As far as his rushing numbers, uh, I think if he had played in all the games last year, if he'd stayed on on his pace in the 11 games he played in, he would have had like 735, something like that, rushing yards. Um, I would like to see that number come down a little bit just because I'd like to also see K.J. Jefferson make it through 13 games unscathed. Uh, so I would like to see the number come down a little bit, but at the same time, I mean, Arkansas, when K.J. Is, is moving, when he's running the ball well, I mean, that's when Arkansas, is it's, its offense is at its best. At least the last couple of years, that's when it's been at its best. So you still got to run the ball with him, but um, – yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing maybe well, I mean, well, I mean, passing yards we'll you, tick a little you, bit. Yeah, but you say that, but in years past, he hasn't had the backups or the insurance that's behind him now with the guys yeah. that have come in. You think they'll push him more because they know what the backups he's got, so they'll you know, have a little more I mean, leeway that way and, and push him more? It's been my experience that coaches are afraid to go to the backup. <laughs> like they just don't. Like you remember when Brandon Allen was at Arkansas? And, you know, he was – it was almost just like they – you know, he was – I appreciate played that. that whole like year. Yeah, he played that whole year with that banged-up shoulder. And, you know, they just – they would not go to a backup. You know, they, they would do everything they could to stay away from backup. You know, even when his backup was Austin. And then the next year, Austin's the starting quarterback, and he throws for 3,400 yards and has a pretty good season, you know, overall. I just I don't know what it is, but it just feels like coaches are always just a little scared of a quarterback who is unproven, and we all are, I guess. So I don't I don't know if they would like just push and thinking it'll be fine. We've got Jacoby. I, I think they believe in Jacoby, but I don't know if they would just push KJ extra because they they feel okay about the backup. Let's talk with Charlie. Charlie, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, I do, Trey. Uh, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to be like, I know a lot of people are thinking back to Brandon Allen and Austin and when he was here, but I think every great coordinator that or coach or whatever you're doing, you evolve. And whatever your players are good at, you know, you put them in those situations. And, you know, I do think from a – I don't I don't remember what you said about this, but I do think from a rushing standpoint, I don't think we'll see – KJ run as much, and I think they'll take some of the attached reads off of some of those plays, but I do still think there will be a good amount or a good percentage of that. I know I think it'll go down some. I do, because I, I, I just do. But I think what you will see is KJ develop in the pocket, and it can be from the gun. It doesn't have to be from under center. And I think you're going to see him open it up, more so with motion. I think we're going to see more motion with the uh, – with Dan, and it's going to help clear up some things for KJ, you know, you know, knowing whether it's man or zone, things of that nature. So I, I, I agree with you, though. I don't see us going under center like this big amount of times. I think it's more so short yardage, red zone, stuff like that. Anyway, I ain't going to listen, guys. I agree with him. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that we're going to see just this abundance of it. I, I do know, feel pretty confident we're going to see – a lot of screen passes. We're going to see, you know, a good number of throws over the middle. We're going to see the tight ends utilized. Um, but 
I, I agree with a lot of what you just said. In terms of, I mean, there's no sense in me just going through and checking off. I, I pretty much concur <laughs> with everything you said. I don't, I don't know, Trey, if you saw this story or not either, but this came from that SEC podcast. The host is Mike Bratton, and he is making an appearance on the Paul Feinbaum show. He goes on to say that Nick Saban is afraid of competition <laughs> and has a decaying program. Hmm. I mean, is that kicking the dog? It's kicking totally dog unfounded. Or kicking the bear. <laughs> yeah, it's not kicking a dog that's asleep. It's it's the stupid kick. Yeah, I don't know why he would be afraid of competition when he beats most of it. Um, I mean, the guy makes the college football playoffs almost every year. I don't I don't know where that's coming from. I guess it's at some point. Yes, Alabama is going to stop being the juggernaut. Maybe we're seeing a little bit of a replacement with where Georgia has taken things. But, uh, I mean, the year before, Bryce Young won the Heisman Trophy. And Bryce Young got banged up, too. And I know what he hurt. He hurt his shoulder. And I know when you do that, you know, you're, you're, just, you're not going to be 100% the rest of the year. They are changing quarterbacks. Maybe it's a, a good time to try to sneak something in like that so you can say, I told you so. Hmm. But because they are changing quarterbacks, but I, I, I can't say decline with Alabama. I mean, they've got more competition in the conference now with Georgia, but I, I have a hard time saying that. Well, he, he went on to say, it looks – to me, like Nick Saban is afraid of the competition. He's running for the hills because Kirby and Georgia are taking over the SEC. And I think that's a short-sighted approach. Because last time I checked, Alabama plays Tennessee, LSU, and Auburn every year. I realize we're getting away with, uh, getting away with the division, so maybe he's hoping to escape those top-tier programs facing his decaying Alabama program. Maybe that reminds me of Navy Mike talking about how Tony Vitello (laughs) was just going to overtake Dave Van Horn and Van Horn would no longer have this great program. And I think Arkansas's record against Tennessee the last couple of years is really, really good. So I I wouldn't start saying Nick Saban's going downhill. No, I wouldn't either. But uh, I thought it was, man, uh, I don't think Mike Bratton will be invited to any of the uh, preseason practices of the Alabama Crimson Tide anytime soon. And I sure wouldn't ask for a one-on-one interview with him if I were Mike Bratton. But uh, that's neither here nor there. But um, a lot – and I realize that the magazines are starting – Is that is that now – I guess you mentioned the other day, Rick, you picked up some magazines. I bought Athlon. Athlon, yeah, okay. Lindy's is out too, but they looked about the same to me. I'm going page by page, and I didn't see much difference other than Lindy's picked Arkansas fourth and well, Athlon picked them fifth in the division. 
Yeah. Well, even the Athlon one, you know, they did the anonymous coaches. I didn't even feel like that was accurate and current, you know. The Sam Pittman one was kind of like, you know, talking about everybody that left and everything. I mean, when was the quote taken? In January or something, you know, before you put a roster together. I just, you know, there. we talked about this the other day, but it's fun just to have where, you know, like a quick reference if you're, you know, somewhere. Uh, It's just not not the same as it was before the Internet. Just it's all – it all feels very old. Well, I'm going to shift gears now to uh, an article by Danny, and this was the official visit list for June. Trey, mm-hmm. is this I, – I, I keep saying this. It seems like every time when Danny puts out these kind of lists, but these lists just seem to be getting better and better. And I'm, I'm just talking overall prospects that yeah, are set to visit. I agree. You know, I was doing an article on Arkansas's best low-ranked prospects over the years, and it's amazing how many of them, and Arkansas hit on, you know, some of them. They didn't on most. But it's amazing how many of them are from, you know, the Houston Nut Time or, uh, you know, Bobby Petrino and Brett Bielma. It seems like it gets a little bit less with each coach in terms of, you know, the number of, like, low-ranked recruits. Um and then now there's just there's just not that many. <laughs> Most of the guys that Arkansas brings in are, you know, at least top 700 nationally. And it's it was, you know, easy to find a lot of guys past that that ranking in, in some of those older classes. Um, but this group, I mean, there's 31 players right now scheduled. Last time I looked, there was like 24, so it's growing. There's 31 players scheduled right now to visit in the month of June, uh, including 14 four stars. And that last weekend of June is a potential blockbuster. All yeah, right, Trey. Six, 16, Randy, that weekend. 16 wow, coming in. that's a big number. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Beatty of Hogsports.com. Being brought to you by Asher Record Service.